0: A summary of the sichah. There's a story in the zohar of this week's Parsha, which tells us that the um, the students, the followers of Rav Shemim and Yehoi were, were visiting with him and he was teaching them uh, esoteric parts of the Torah and Rabbi Yaisi was sitting there, was also part of it, but he was thinking, Rav Shbim noticed that he was thinking Milud Alma, matters, worldly matters. In other words, not the study, the, the lesson that he was teaching. So he said to Rabbi Yaisi, rise up and complete your, your image because you're missing one of the letters of your name. That's what he said to him. He saw that because he was thinking about other things it diminished him and that there was a letter missing from his name. Afterwards, as a response, Rabbi Yossi began to pay attention, he got involved in the study Rabbi Shimon looked at him again and he said to Rabbi Yossi, now you're perfect and your image is full, is complete so we have to understand about this story, how could we say that Rabbi Yossi was one of the greatest sages of the Mishnah and he was in the company of Rashbi and his his primary students how can we be saying that he was thinking of ma- worldly matters instead of paying attention to the, to the lesson? And if we do find a reason that it was, he was justified in doing that it was meant, it was meant to be, he was supposed to do that so then the question is why then was it missing a letter from his name? Why was he diminished in that way if he was doing what he should have been doing? So to, be, to begin the explanation even though Rabbi Yaisi was part of the group of Rashbi, which was people that were Teyrasim, which means their t- entire life was dedicated to the study of Taira, to the exclusion of everything else. They didn't have jobs, they didn't do anything other than study taira. But Rabbi Yaisi was not the same. Rabbi Yaisi did have a job. The Gemara says that he was a leather tanner. So he was involved in other things. And in addition to that, he was also involved in communal affairs. The Gemara tells us um, a number of enactments that he did for the people of Tipairi. One of them happens to be something that people are familiar with that when after a funeral, at the end of a funeral, the, uh, the, the comforters make two lines and the, and the mourners walk between them and they express their comfort to them. That's something that Rabbi Yaisi re- renewed it had been the custom many many years earlier, but had been lost. He renewed it in Sephardi. That's one of the things that he did. So therefore, he had this part, uh, this in his life as well. And therefore, when we when it says in the, the story that he was thinking about matters of the world, what it means is not that he was thinking about foolish things. It was he was thinking about communal affairs. He was preoccupied by those communal affairs, and since communal affairs override the study of Torah because it benefits the community out large. So therefore he was permitted to do that. And that explains also why, in the even though he was permitted and required to do it, but it still caused his name to be missing a letter because even though for the community that was beneficial and that's why he was meant to do it, but for him it diminished him because he was not involved in the study of Torah, which is a higher level of... Uh, of service of Hashem as we find by Mordechai that after the story of Purim and he saved the Jewish people he became the viceroy to the king of Hashverish and the Chachamim were not happy about that because that didn't give him enough time to study Torah to be on the level that he could have been so they held it against him so the, the Rebbe's father explains the story this way he says that when we talk about the uh, the Alma, it doesn't mean, of course, uh, foolish things, uh, wasted things, but it means Amal Sicha. Which the Gemara mentions as a Dover Godel is a very important thing. There's a discussion in the Gemara. I don't know, a per- the posik says, a person was created, was born for the sake of effort to work hard, but I don't know what kind of work, uh, hard work is meant to do. Is it amal ta'ira, effort in the study of ta'ira, or is it amal sicha, the effort in in speech? Speech can be, as different commentaries explain it, one says it means davening, others say that just the concept of speaking, because a human is called a medaber, somebody who speaks. So therefore, that in itself is a quality, intelligence, and that also needs effort and investment in just that itself, that is a worthy um, pursuit as well. So the Gemara concludes, no, it's really about, uh, about Amal Teireh. But the fact that the Gemara considers the possibility that it might be Amal Sicha, so that means that it must, there must be something very valuable and important about Amal Sicha. So the fact that it concludes that it's about Amal Teireh doesn't mean that there's no need for Amal Sicha, it just means... That it, you can't say that it's all about Amal siha. It has to go to Amal as well. You can start with Amal but then you have to get to Amal Teirah. Especially when we see it this way. When a person is involved in Amal sicha down here, what this calls out as we know that everything that a Yid does down here, it brings out a... every action brings a reaction uh, whatever Yid da- does down here it brings a reaction from above when a, yid, when a person is involved in Amal Sikha, it causes Hashem also to respond with Sikha. what's the Sikha of Hashem, speaking the ten statements of creation so in other words, that, so that's what calls it out, when you do the proper Amal Sicha here, Hashem responds by g- investing the cr- into the creation once again so in other words Amal Sicha means oh, your effort in birurim, in refining, elevating the world. It's making something better elevating the world. Amal Taira means studying Taira. That's something which is from beyond the world. So Amal, here Amal Sicha means avaydas in short. So as great as avaydas is which it has very great qualities. In fact, the entire purpose of a neshama coming down into the body, into the world, is not for its own personal refinement, but it is to refine the body and the nefesh of Bahamas, the animal soul, and the world in general. In fact, the entire purpose of creation is called that Hashem wanted a place in the world in which he could be. Comfortable, which means that it's our mission and purpose the entire creation hinges on the idea that we have to elevate the world in order to make Hashem comfortable here so as great as that Aveda is the study of Torah is something which transcends completely the world it's something that it brings an infusion of godly energy into the world from a place beyond the world And therefore, even though Rabbi Yossi's preoccupation then was with communal affairs, in other words, elevating and refining the world, but it still caused that he should lose a letter of his name because he lacked and he missed out on the the energy that comes from the study of Torah. But it still needs to be understood because if you dig a little deeper we know that the people like the Tanoim and the Amiroyim, the sages of the Talmud, the sages of the Mishnah, their their whole life's work was according to their neshama. They were working to express where their neshama came from. Their different neshamas come from different places. But everything they did was to express their life's mission. Rabbi Yoissi, the Rebbe's father teaches, was from the level of Malchus. His neshama came from the level of Malchus. The level of Malchus is that which brings about the creation of the world. That's where in Atzillus, it all flows through Malchus in order to get to Bri Yitzir Sia, which means the creation. Therefore, his preoccupation was with elevating the world. That was what he was busy with. That's what his neshama is all about. So therefore, how could one say that Rabbi Yossi, who was carrying out his mission of his neshama, what he is meant to do, that it should diminish him, his name, his very, uh, his image, and so on, the way is, his dyukam, which means his, the, the, the structure of who he is, was being diminished, because he was carrying out what he is meant to do. This is exactly what he's supposed to be doing. How could that diminish him? Like we know the story of Rav Zushar Anapola said, that I'm not worried that when I come above, the heavens above they'll say to me why weren't you like Moshe Rabbeinu I'm not worried about that I'm not meant to be like Moshe Rabbeinu I'm worried that they'll tell me why weren't you what Zusha was supposed to be you have a certain mission why didn't you fulfill that And his humility he felt that he wasn't fulfilling it but he's not worried about fulfilling somebody else's mission so why should Rabbi Yaisi be diminished for fulfilling his mission because he wasn't doing someone else's mission and another question could be asked, why is it that only Rajbi was able to detect that Rabbi Yossi was missing a letter from his name and then when it got fixed, when he dedicated himself to the study of Torah, he, he completed it, he got back that uh, letter of his name, why wasn't Rabbi Yossi able to see any of this? And the explanation is, this is exactly the point. Rabbi Yossi in on his own, he had no need to be able to study Torah in that way in the way that Reb Shimon and did, and his group did, his mission was to elevate the world. What was missing for him was, that now you're sitting in the company of Rav B and his elevated students, in that context, you're meant to also rise to that level. You're meant to be part of that as well. From your perspective, your mission is a different mission. But in that context, rise to the occasion. Do what they're doing. So, therefore, he wasn't able to detect it, but Rashbi, who was the head of that mission, the head of that group, the leader of the group, he was able to see it. So, to understand this a little better, we can understand it based on what the Alta Rebbe says in Hilchus Hamat that every single Neshama has to complete its full knowledge of the Torah in every area of the Torah. Shat, Remez, Drush, Said, whatever that Neshama is able to accumulate. Not everybody can do the same. But whatever you're able to do, you have to gather and accumulate all that knowledge of Torah. And if a person doesn't, as the Al-Tarabha puts it, if a person is lazy and only learns less than he's able to, then the Nishama has to come back again after it dies. It has to come back in another reincarnation to accumulate the, re- the rest of it. And it might take, I guess, more than one trip back. But what happens if somebody doesn't accumulate that amount of tzedakah? Not because he's lazy, but because he's not meant to. He's supposed to be uh, involved in, let's say, communal affairs, or he's he's permitted to do other things, like let's say, earning a living. So and therefore is not able to accumulate. What then is his the status? What happens then? So the alt Rebbe in Chassidus teaches that there are two ways in this in the way that this can be. Um, happen, that this can happen one way of looking at it is the fact that he was unable to do that, the fact that he's permitted to be involved in other activities and therefore unable to fulfill to learn more, that's the proof that he wasn't meant to learn more that's all he's able to accomplish and that's why he was given this kind of a mission in life that's one way, the other way is that if he studies as much as he is able to with what he was given so then Hashem fulfills all the knowledge for him Hashem gives him a blessing that he's able to accomplish to understand, to know more how could that happen? there could be a blessing invested Hashem gives a blessing to his learning either he gives him a good memory he learns it once, he knows it he doesn't have to repeat it again and again in order to know it or he's quick He, he catches, he understands things quickly and therefore doesn't have to hear them again and again in order to understand them. So you can be blessed in your learning that you acquire much more in a much shorter time. As the Yerushalmi tells us about the Chassidim and Roshanim, the early Chassidim are described in the Mishnah as spending nine hours a day davening. Because each one of the three tefillah, Shachas, Minchem, they spent an hour actually davening, an hour in preparation to the davening, and an hour unwinding from the davening taking the lessons of davening and so on what does it mean and so on so 9 hours a day davening when did they ever get to acquire any Torah and the Gemara answers that because they were so dedicated that's why Hashem blessed their, their study of Torah that it was blessed and they accomplished much more in a much shorter time or as it says that when somebody is involved in stokka giving stokka refines your mind and your heart a thousandfold, you're able to accomplish a thousand times more in your study of Torah than if you don't and the Rebbe suggests that these two different ways approaches that the Dalte Rebbe says are dependent on what's the reason that you're exempt from learning Torah if a person is exempt from learning Torah because they're busy with their job in other words that it's about your own personal life these are the things that you're busy with Hashem gave you that um, you need to do that but it's about your own personal life. So then that means you're not meant to accumulate any more Torah. That's the limit of what you're able to do. It means that that's, you're not able to do anymore. But if a person's reason for not being able to study Torah is because he's focused on the community, and what do they need? So then that what happens then is Hashem blesses your you're learning, as we said before, that you will be able to accomplish much more than you could on just simply learning on your own. So in this way, we can explain the story of Rabbi Yaisi as well. Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yaisi was not meant to... He was meant to be involved in Mila Alma, but Rabbi, Rabbi saw that when he is in the context of this group, this is a time he noticed that Rabbi Yaisi was missing the yud of his letter, the, the Rebbe's father says, it was specifically the Yud the Yud relates to Atzilas the Yud relates to the study of Torah, so he saw this is an opportunity for Rabbi Yossi to be, to transition from a person that is involved in community affairs, into a person that is fully involved in Torah for this moment, for this period, and he said you're missing something because you're not dedicating yourself to the study of Torah now, right now Therefore Rabbi Yossi took his advice and he began to study Torah, dedicated himself, and that's when he got that which Hashem blessed him with, that he was able to accumulate, and, and Rajbi said to him, you are now complete. You've gotten back the letter Yud, you've got your complete, which complete over here means not necessarily only that you got your name back, or it could mean that he, you have fulfilled the completion of the knowledge of Torah for your soul. That was your opportunity, and you took advantage of it, and that happened for you.